Hello everyone, welcome to Fusion Podcast, the destination where you can connect with professionals in all aspects to enhance your day-to-day life and your future. You will be enlightened with 15 to 30 minute interviews with these professionals, followed with a DJ theme set to brighten up your day. Excited for our journey together here at Fusion Podcast. Welcome to the family and now presenting to you, yours truly, your host, myself, Andrea Arenas Vasquez, also known as Ace Fusion. We are at episode number 11. It has been such an amazing journey with different amazing guests. But today we have another special guest here, um, CEO of Snatch Entertainment. I'm super excited for them to share their story. She's such a beautiful soul and has a lot of amazing, just a powerful story that I would love for you to hear. And I know that you will enjoy this podcast. So thank you to all the listener. But here I would like to announce that we have here uh, Lauren Cameron all the way from Boston. Okay. 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 Hey, hey, hey. what's going on? Ace? Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to finally meet you virtually. I know we've met several times before, but to just have a one-on-one experience with you, I feel like I know you from your posts and just your energy is just something I want to be around and, you know, want to have more of in my life. So yes, thanks for having me here today. Wow. Wow. I know that, that, uh, Every everyone has seen the post, Lauren Cameron, and everybody's really like, who is this? Who's that? You know, um, especially when I have a new guest. So can we just start off by uh, just you sharing a little bit about who you are, whatever you feel comfortable with sharing with us and tell us about what you do, what is Snatch Events and uh, just take the mic away and just share your heart with us. Tell us who you are. And then, yeah, that's how we're going to get started. All right, so I'm Lauren Cameron, and as you guys might already hear my accent coming out, I am from Kingston, Jamaica, born and raised, came to the States for um, school. I was recruited for soccer and tennis, but my passion has always been events and kind of like that business mindset um, career path. Um, My mom had an events company growing up, so I was actually going to events at the age of four years old, believe it or not. So when my 21st birthday came around, that meant nothing to me because I was already out and about in the clubs and, you know, experiencing very high-end socialite events, um, politician events, and just, you know, cultural events with my mom. So naturally, going to business school, I wanted to learn the ins and outs of running a business and what it took to be successful in the event hospitality industry, which growing up, you would have always seen it as being a male dominated industry. Right. right. So for me, that was, you know, kind of um, something I would say was a challenge. You know, I wanted to overcome the barrier of and that mold and stigmatism that, you know, in the hospitality industry, it's, you know, is white male dominated. And, you know, I was like, I'm a woman, like I am a black, strong woman. I can do this too. So, you know, it took a lot of energy and patience in tapping into the Boston nightlife scene, coming here for college and deciding that I would make this my home, not permanent, but my home for now. And like I said, it took patience, you know, working with people that you might not necessarily have wanted to work with, but just t- soaking it all in and learning the ins and outs and networking. And for me, networking was my biggest um, asset. And I would say biggest um, thing for me in regards to where I'm at, 
where I'm at now and the ability for me to get venues and have that freedom in regards to finding spaces to do my events. Um, so when Snatch Entertainment, um, that I want to know, <laughs> I want to know how that came about because I'm very um, interested. I always look at your at your uh, bio from Instagram, and I'm like, Snatch Event. That just sounds really snatchy and like, oh, I want to go <laughs> to one of those events. Yes, uh, you know. So I thought of it as like, yeah, you know, I want to. I'm going to be that person that is a little bit controversial. And, you know, snatch depending on who you are and, you know, how nasty you are or just how grimy or, you know, how in you are or how proper you are. It is definitely a conversation starter. But for me, it had to have meant something that stood by my values and who I was. So snatched as an, you know, acronym stands for seeking new atmospheres to creating highly engaging, diverse entertainment. Wow. It's a long tongue twister, but it had to mean something for me to be able to use that name. Wow. So yes, so that's what it means. And Snatched Entertainment, we are an events company that focuses on providing safe spaces to the WOMEX in the LGBTQ community and providing a platform for Womix DJs, performers, um, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier with it being such a male dominated industry and our community not having the ability to find spaces to showcase the talent we had. So, you know, for me, it was a very big um, mission for me to be that person to step up and provide spaces and that promoted diversity and inclusion but also focused on the WOMEX in the community. Wow, that's that's beyond amazing. I wish I had the like the loud clapping, like yay, you know how us DJs <laughs> <Yeah>. have that, like <laughs> that's <laughs> right, like the big horn. Yeah, I wish I had that. That's that's beautiful, and that truly speaks volume of the character and the person you are within to be able to provide safe spaces. Um, I myself as a queer. It has always been like a tricky, you know, going into certain spaces that you get the eyes and you just, you know, like because you're different and you know you are and you come in there and people just look at you weird. So it's important for amazing individuals like yourself to continue to provide these safe spaces. And it is so important and it's very crucial to to do it, you know, with with intention, with the right intentions. And I really appreciate that you do that for the community. And um, I do have a question because I know that you've been able to do this in such a successful, powerful way, but I know that everyone that reaches success and that has a business and that has, you know, has any type of business, I know you run into some, you know, challenges. Can you share with us if there's anybody out there listening to right now that is interested in creating events or wants to create safe spaces, you know, or just, they just want to be able to uh, have this, just walk into the industry like we are right now. How, what recommendations, what, what resources do you use to make all of this happen when you have challenges? And what, what do you do, Lauren? Because I know you have some great resources because Fusion Podcast is about, you know, you sharing that story, but then letting us know what can we do because I'm trying to learn too. So just share well, with us. Well, you know, for me growing up and, you know, coming up, 
in the college, you know, college era. And I didn't have that many resources. It took a lot of trial and error and being out and about and experiencing things and kind of just being very attentive and observant to when, you know, when going to other people's events and kind of seeing what it is that they could have done better or what it is that you might've liked or what someone else would have preferred and kind of taking all those and, you know, stirring the pot and kind of making one big event on that. For me, it was a lot of sleepless nights. It's still a lot of sleepless nights because I'm so passionate about what I do and and I'm very um, particular with the things and the people I work with. I only want the best. And for me, that means pre-screening DJs, you know, I have a lot of DJ friends, but that does not necessarily mean you're going to play at my events. I need to know that you are playing with passion and you're not just playing to get a check. You're playing to make and move people. Like you're playing, like, you know, everything is with a purpose and a passion. Um, For me, it's also not even about the money. It's about doing something that I love and doing something that I know people will love and providing an escape for people who might not necessarily have that opportunity or only have that opportunity once a week to come out. And I want that to be the best night of their life. So, you know, it, like I said, it just takes a lot of hard work where for me, I don't really do, I don't have a a large team. And I found out that I work best with myself unless there are people that I work with that, like I said, have that driven mentality and are hungry for it, then I'm more open to collaborating. But what I've noticed for me and the success of my events is how personal and personable I am with my guests. You know, I don't really do that many blast promotion marketing things. I personally reach out to everyone on my guest list that I'm inviting, whether it is a text message, you know, um, Facebook inbox, I've gotten blocked from Facebook, I've gotten blocked from Instagram, because they think it's spam, because of, you know, the constant communication with people. And I want people to know who it is that they're supporting by coming to the event. So that for me, I think people appreciate that non corporate feel where you're just trying to get their money and not care about who they are. And, you know, as a person, because for me, I, I might not have a successful night, but just hearing people having a great time and talking about it down the road the next day, that for me is like my biggest success. Wow. Wow. That, I, I learned a lot just by you sharing that. I never even thought of doing an event and personally inviting people like that. That must take a lot of work and a lot of passion because then you have to go through that list or the people that you've that have gone to your event before you have to keep track of that have some type of excel sheet so i commend you and i applaud Don't you get because me that's- wrong i do use sometimes you know the facebook right. um stuff to get through a wider range of people of because like I said, you always want to make sure people hear about your event right you may save invested, a life like that yeah. You may save a life like that, that's yeah. been going through something and then they see, oh, Snatcher is throwing a safe space Correct. for me. I Correct. just came out to my parents and they don't accept me. I really would like to go around a safe space that Lauren Cameron is about to to throw down, you know. Yo, so that's, let me that's tell important. you, 
the amount of people that have come up to me, even on the streets and, oh my God, I've, I heard all about your events. I definitely want to come. Am I too old? Hell nah. Come to the right. event. You know, we've had such a diverse mix of people. It's insane. When I tell wow. you, we've had some, my aunties, your aunties, your wow. uncles, your aunties, uncles. So some grandparents. That's the best. They know how to party. Down breaking it down and we're having shots. I'm like, let's go to the bar and have shots. And they would just seeing them reliving their youth and knowing that they're accepted in the spaces I create. Oh my God. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Talking about Uh, it is just everything for me. So yeah. Like, so for me, I just say to be successful is to be real, know who you are, you know, not put up with a lot of, sorry to swear, but bullshit, stand true to yourself and, you know, always demand respect. And when you are working with a venue, go with conviction and that, um, what is it? Courage. And just that, you know, what you're doing that way you won't get taken advantage of. And that's what I've had to learn. You know, even if I have to come off as that bitchy black woman or that you know that person that knows it all it's not that I know it all I know what I want and I want my event to be successful so I'm not going to compromise with things for my event so yeah that's so beautiful thank you so much for sharing and that's so important to tell people uh going in and doing something with conviction there's a difference between just doing something and letting people dictate how far you can go. But when you have conviction, you let them know how far you want to go. And you bring them with you so they can understand the, the, the level that you want this event to be. Because without that conviction, then everyone else is getting the rest of that too, you know? So yeah. it, it, it all falls into the person who's creating it and you know what you want. You have to always let them know like, hey, like this is, this is and you're, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it because of the people. The quality that you want to bring is because of everyone else, you know, that you want to experience the best of the best. So I, I, I love everything that I'm hearing. Thank you so much. But I do have an important other question that deals with challenges. Uh, when I talk about challenge right now, the only thing that could come to mind is the pandemic and COVID-19. And I think it flows right into that challenge itself. I mean, we all know these last these last couple of months, starting from March, some of us, February, that known that this was coming. How, how has your business, how, ha, uh, how have you been able to overcome or, and, not, and you may not even overcome because, you know, if we want to be honest, we're still working through this, right? And we're still going through the emotions and all of the things that deal with the pandemic. How have you been able to deal with it? And, and if everybody out there listening to, right, uh, listening to us, um, what, what could you tell them to like, you know, like in the industry that we are in, how can you describe that to them? Like the things that you have to go, um, go through, how you have to change everything and how things are virtually now, just take it away because I know this is deep and <laughs> it is, it is deep. And I, you know, I'm still trying to find and, you know, answers to those questions myself right now. I've, you know, taken a step back and focusing more on me, my mental health and recovering from all those years of giving and not really taking care of myself. Um, So for me, this pandemic has been good and bad 
good in the sense I've been able to slow down and really think about what it is I want to do with events and the way in which events have now evolved to a virtual realm. And if that's something that I can see myself continuing to do as I get older and my um, priorities are changing because events lives in my blood. Like I've, I've only known events and that's something I will always have. So for me, I would say the challenges right now are finding spaces or finding people to work with because you, you know, you run that risk that you can't be physically in a room with people. And that's what people need is to be able to field and feed off of your energy. So if you can somehow collaborate with people like yourself or people that have a big personality that can transcend, transcend through the virtual realm and reach people, then that's how I think these virtual events can stay successful and you can be successful, but it is taxing. I tried to do a couple of virtual events. I did do a couple of virtual events, but it was very hard because, you know, I think when you're not in a physical space, like I said, you, you're trying to make sure and like you're overthinking because you want it to be the best, but you honestly just have to go in very calm, collected and really think about why it is you're doing an event. And I, it took me a while to realize that I felt pressured to do virtual events because everyone was doing a virtual event. Mm. And so taking that step back has been very rewarding for me in the sense that until I feel that there is something that moves me, that will move other people to want to be involved because our work life is now virtual as well. I want to be able to produce something that will not make someone be, oh, I have to go do, you know, I have to go do this. It's virtual. I want someone to be like, oh my God, this is going to be a virtual experience that's going to nourish my soul and I need to be there. So until I feel that I can produce something like that, I'm taking a step back and I'm enjoying the break right now. So, yeah. Right. Wow. That's just, I mean, it's, it's been tough. I, I, I could only imagine, you know, like, and all pre COVID, you probably had a lot of things planned out for this year. And I mean, all of us did, right. We had this nice 2020 schedule yeah. calendar <laughs> already all set. Oh, right. Yeah. And Oh, and then yeah. things had to change and things really did took a turn for all of us in all our lives. And, uh, but I really do. I mean, I'm, from me to you, I hope that, you know, you continue to, to heal and to, you know, get back with you so that you can find that, that magical, um, that magical thing that we don't know what yeah, to call to it. it yeah, that we, we don't know what to yeah. call it. We don't know what to call it, but it's <laughs> that passion that's going to be like, okay, I know this is something that people are going to really be like, I can't miss this. I want to go there. I, I want to be home experiencing that. Yeah. And that's so powerful. I, I mean, again, I don't know the terminology for that, but that's just a feeling that you feel. Um, for example, when fusion podcast was born, I was in my darkest moments. <clears throat> and I can't sit here and I, I can't sit here and tell you that that was 
you know, the time of my life where I was like really happy. I was actually in my darkest moments when Fusion Podcast was born. I had to decide for myself that I wanted to provide a platform using other amazing people's story like yourself to come and share, to come and share resources plus your story to help us heal. And now because I'm sharing this conversation with the world, I can, I can do that. We can do that together as a team. So I know for me, just because the pandemic is something that has really turned the world upside down, but it, it's, it could be a good thing. That means that we're taking out things from our pockets that were not supposed to be in our pockets. And for sure, it does force like you that, to be you know? more creative and, you know, um, inventful. So, so yeah. I'm super happy, but you know, Fusion Podcast is conversation. And then we have music at the end of the podcast, which brings me to the topic of music. And I don't think you shared what you do for fun because that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you shared that, right? You have, you no, do something for not. fun that uh, you should share with us because sure. it'll be. <laughs> well, how that came about, like I said, you know, going to events at such a young age, music was a second language to me. And I re respond to music in ways that I would say normal people don't respond to music. Like I can feel the vibration. I can see the colors. I can see the waves. I can, it, music consumes my soul. So like I said, being the person I am and how particular I run my events, when I had run into uh, an issue where the one of my DJs was a new DJ, I took a chance because like I said, I'm all about promoting young upcoming Womex DJs and she was fresh out of college. And I said, I got you, I got you. Like, I'm gonna put you on at this event. I wanna help you grow your career. And I think her nerves had gotten to her that she wasn't able to adapt to the system of the venue we were using. And that threw me into a spiral because I'm so OCD and so like such a perfectionist that I was losing it because I had people coming in and the music wasn't set up. So after experiencing that um, little tiff, I took it upon myself to learn the ins and outs. I said, you know, as an event producer, you have to know everything it behind the scenes you can't just do customer service things. You have to learn the intricate details down to setting up a DJ booth, down to setting up lighting, mics, what are, you know, the, the cords, the quarter inch, the right. RCA, <laughs> XLR. Like I, when I tell you, I took it upon myself to learn everything because I said, I am about perfection. I want the guests to have a good time. This will never happen again. So that's when I started becoming very much in, interested in the mixers, the kinds of mixers, um, the turntables and just everything. And I, you know, I would stand by the DJs while they were playing my events and I was like, yo, like, give me, give me a little, give me a little, you know, little two seconds on the, you know, so you, we would start, they would start doing that. And I wasn't bad. Like I said, I had that music inclination so I knew how to match beats and all of that and I would be standing there and I would know what song was coming next because you know having been doing events for so long you kind of know which song a DJ is going to play that would 
fit well no, with the other songs and the other songs. So yeah, so then I was like, shoot, I can do this. I was like, it'll save me money. But then that's not the point, you know, the right. point is <laughs> have this platform for DJs. So what I said to them was, if you needed to go to the bathroom, take a quick bathroom break, I'll be glad to take over for like two seconds. So, you know, it that's how um, my DJ skills developed. And I'm always surrounded by lots of DJs and a lot of, you know, musically inclined people. And yeah, so my DJ name's DJ Snatcher. Wow, DJ Snatcher! <laughs> <laughs> because so so the, the tagline was snatching... Um, snatching uh I oh my goodness I totally forgot it was it was like snatching turntables or something like that so you know it was like a long-running joke but yes I can DJ I do enjoy but I also enjoy being in and around people because I feel like I love dancing so if I'm spinning I can't really dance you know because you have to know what's coming next but like I said it was one of those things where you know for me you have to be consumed and involved in everything. And I think what was a turning point for me and um, a realization to people on the outside, one day when a friend said, oh, being an event host is so easy. And I said, no, it's not. You know, they ju- people just see the end product, but don't understand that it's sleepless nights and it's constant marketing and reaching out to people that one day she was doing an event and she came up to me and apologized and said, I am so sorry, this, I don't know how you do this every day of your life. And I said, exactly. With consistency. With consistency. So, you know, it takes someone who is new to events world to see that it's not an easy thing. And that's when I became very empathetical and more forgiving when I went to other people's events and it might not have gone the way I would have liked it, but I know to that person that was the best that they could have done. So, you know, you kind of see the best from, you know, the you see it from two different views, so. Right, right, wow. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that with us. But staying with the music topic, how has music, I know that you spoke a little bit about it, but music growing up and how has it changed your life? And when do you listen to music? Like, what is your thing with music? Do you have a ritual or like uh, something that, like a specific <laughs> kind of music? Cause I, I'm sure you like reggae. Um, I've, I've seen a little, well, some of your, one of your stories. I think, I think uh, one of your stories, you was like DJing reggae. I, I, yeah, I can't remember it was, right. it was possible, probably um, soca, dancehall, you right, know, right. Jamaican, Jamaican roots. Um, so yeah, for me, music has always been like a part of me and it's every day. I listen to music every day, every single moment. I had music on the background before I called you and I said, okay, that might be distracting because a song might come on and I would be dancing. <laughs> but for me, music is my safe space and it allows me to escape the present if I'm, you know, stressed or I just need to just be somewhere else. It allows me and it brings me that peace. I, you know, I sleep, I go to bed with, you know, music playing, but more of a meditation, Zen, instrumental things to calm my ever going mind um 
but music for me has been a healing therapy therapeutic um measure that i don't know if there was music i would be alive in the sense that it feeds my soul and i'm so connected to it that um yeah like i'm, I'm getting emotional now because that's right. what music does to me that's um, that's what makes it makes me so emotional too yeah in my podcast, um, I had a special guest, Angelina, um, Angelica Medina um, from California. And we, we started to cry together because we started to talk about how music heals us, right? But it also connects us to, to generations, past generations, past yeah. generations. And if we was to think about how music started, we're it's connecting. Its it's right? It's its own it's like it's magic to me and i i can really feel my ancestors and how everything came about because of a drum you know everything mm -hmm. then it started to get recorded and everything just links to and, and comes right back in a in a big circle but it comes back to connecting to our roots and and that's how to me i've been able to heal as well so I'm so, so like grateful for music. And that's what we do here at Fusion Podcast. But um, if you could say, if you could um, name one artist that you really like, I haven't even asked this question before. What is <laughs> one of your favorite all-time artists that you, that that song or that artist, if you're feeling in like the saddest mood, you can listen to that, that artist and you can like come back to life. Man, I don't know if I could say an artist. I could say a genre okay um soca which is a mixture of african and just um caribbean heritage infused into one with a lot of drums and higher um, bpms with you know i i just can't even it's just an explosive culmination of instruments and music like if you don't know what soca is and if, if are you're familiar oh with yeah soca. i yeah, love yeah. soca yeah soca just doesn't matter what mood you're in just put soca on you might not understand what they're saying but just the beats the melodies the rhythm the rhythm mm. it that for me i listen to soca every day it, it's like something i cannot get tired of because it just wakens your soul. So yes, soaker for me, genre, but my favorite female artist, I mean, is Rihanna. I'm sorry. She's just a boss. Oh, I love I, Rihanna. I love her. She's just so innovative. And when I tell you her mind, I want to be inside of it because it's just not real, but I have to stick with my roots and my home, my home. So Soka would be yeah, my, 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 my genre. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Lauren, for sharing all that you share here at Fusion Podcast. I always get sad because the episodes always have to end, right? But before we close, I do, I, I would like to invite you to just close your eyes. I would like to invite you to close your eyes and really take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And just take a few seconds to see what is it. It doesn't matter what you believe in, what is the higher or whatever you believe in, whatever you have in your heart right now that may be able to help others 
what are those words of wisdom that you can just dig deep and from, you know, throughout your whole childhood, growing up in college and going through everything that you've gone through with your business and your life in general, what are some wisdom, uh, words of wisdom you could share with me and with the listeners right now listening that may be in need of, especially me, I would love to hear some words of healing. So if you could just slowly open your eyes and then take it away. Oh, okay. Um, I would say patience, persistency, persuasion, and hmm, I would say go in it with your heart. Wow. Wow. That, that's everything. Doing everything with your heart. You heard it. Fusion Podcast listeners, family, thank you so much for joining here with episode number 11. We've had such an amazing journey. Lauren Cameron, if there is there any last few words that you would like to tell the listeners? Um, where can we follow you? Where can we find you? How could we know your next event, your next venture with what you're doing? Uh, let us know. I'm very mysterious. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Snatched Events. Um, my personal is Lauren E. Cameron. And I'm on Facebook, um, Lauren Snatched Cameron. And yeah, you can, like I said, reach out to me any which way you please. And I'm always looking for like-minded individuals. All I want to work with are positive inspirational and just people who wear their hearts on their sleeves that just want to work and make space in our community for us. Wow. Yes. But no worries. If you didn't catch that, I'm going to be writing all of that information, um, all of the social media platforms of Lauren Karen, that way you could Cameron, that way you can also follow her and, uh, but make sure to tune in. Remember, follow Ace Fusion Entertainment LLC on YouTube. You will be able to find the conversation with the mix. Or you could just go to Anchor. You'll have other platforms to just hear the conversation. But again, thank you. Make sure you stay tuned because I'm going to bring you the expert. She's going to talk about it. And uh, it's a little secret who it is. So stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for having me. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome back, everybody, here at Fusion Podcast. This is your host, Andrea Arenas, also known as Ace Fusion. Thank you so much for tuning in with us here with Lauren, an amazing DJ, an amazing human being. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And again, don't miss out on episode number 12. We have a special, special guest. We have Yami Danshu Company coming in to talk about their story, their background on how Yami Danshu's was born. So please stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side.